0: Uh, welcome back to our podcast uh, number 23 here once again, me and, me and the lovely Tom. Um, back again, coming at you live from our bedrooms. Uh, Tom, talk to me. How's the last seven days treated you?
1: Fantastic. I, you know, we had the old uh, Watangi Day celebrations here, so, you know, get to feel in touch with the roots, if you will. Yeah. Um, <laughs> We, uh, we had our CBB charity golf event, which, you know, it was, it was good to be out on the course. Um, fair to say there wasn't a lot of great great golf had. Uh, you started off well, hole one and two, but then quickly finished hole three with a 12, I believe, or a 13, so.
0: No, it was hole four, hole four.
1: Hole four? Yeah. Uh, I just consistently went around the, whole, the course at like two times over par, so, you know. <laughs> do with that what you will I, um, yeah, I did more of the old Canterbury basketball coaching the reps that's fun it's nice to be in a that high energy environment you know um, you know week week one was filling out process this week two was getting into the nitty gritty uh, week three where we go even harder the weekend very eventful Friday it was a uh, friend of the pilot's birthday Baden it was his birthday yep so went out for some drinks Saturday was his birthday combined event and slash my flatmates leaving dinner drinks, which you were in attendance for as well. Um Yeah, it was good. It's always always just yeah, good to be around people and have some have some beers, you know. Can't complain about that. And that's about it. Didn't get to watch the Super Bowl today, which was a little bit upset about. Had a very busy day, so you know. But actually, I got to watch the overtime, so that was all good. What about yourself? Oh, actually, one thing. Nice. One thing. I think I told you on Saturday about my car. So I'll film the listeners, eh? Um, Having some trouble with the old Suki Swift. The engine light came on, and then quickly uh, the car started overheating. So it pulled over, had some sludge forming around the gasket. It's going to cost me about... $2,000 $2,000 minimum to replace it, so I was going to scrap it, but mum mum came to the rescue and knows a mechanic, and he said he'll have a look at it and he reckons it could be actually worth fixing it instead of paying for the scrap, because he said Suzuki Swift's are really good cars, and if you fix them they still last really long unlike other cars, so uh, there's a wee, nice conclusion to that story that I might get to keep my Swift so happy, happy smiles all around happy days Mate, you could buy uh,
0: a mean as car with your house fund because, you know, buying a house in New Zealand right now is just not possible.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, probably probably gave up on that dream. So can now afford to have a, a $28,000 car repayment fund, you know? Yeah, fuck, get into that. Treat
0: yourself. Get CBB on the side. Business yeah. vehicle. 15 percent tax
1: back. Flames Amazing. coming out of wheels. Vents, vents on the hood, you know, this n speed underground too, if you will. Oh fuck
0: you. That's the sort of promotion we need. Everybody we listening after seeing that rolling around. Hitting the abs. Exactly. <laughs> Hitting the yes. abs. What a what a whip. Um I feel like my week has been identical to you. You know, same stories, same events, same games of golf. Like you, I also didn't watch uh, the Super Bowl today. Looked like it was very boring up until I don't know the fourth quarter. Maybe wasn't much. wasn't much happening. seemed like a lot of punts, a lot of fumbles, um, a lot of like Taylor Swift. I yeah. get it. We all get it. It is what it is. Um, I did actually rewind and watch like the chiefs last drive in overtime and then like the celebration and the speeches and stuff and we are just like the kelsey brothers are just going to be in our lives for the next 20 to 30 years in one way or another not football related but one way or another i don't know if they're going to be like like they're going to be like the next vin diesel and john cena and batista maybe they'll be in a marvel a marvel (laughs) series um or there'll be a tag team duo and, on RAW or something like that. It's just yeah, they're gonna be around forever. I'm surprised they All haven't right. been on WWE.
1: Yeah, it's probably because probably not allowed to be being well, current NFL players. Wasn't Rob Gronkowski on WWE at one point? Was he
0: retired at the time though? Remember he um, retired and then came back
1: and Yeah, it's true. Yeah. He, he Hugger watches every weekend, he can let us know.
0: Yeah, he had his big wrestling guy he's certified on it, so he'll know. Um, yeah, I'm just convinced they're going to be like staples in our lives forever now. So, I'm not not upset about that. They're both great characters, very likable people. So, but yeah, Travis was having a great time on the mic. Eh? He was like singing songs, like
1: while they're doing like the TV interviews, he's, like getting the crowd to sing. Good fun. I haven't seen I haven't any of that. Haven't seen any of the post game stuff, um, so I'd love, yeah, you know, looking forward to seeing more of it. I feel just, like it all wrapped
0: up pretty quick, eh? like they went on a sports center pretty quick. So.
1: When um the so, was Hardman got that last touchdown, there was like real minimal celebrations, and I was like, I don't know, like they just won the fucking Super Bowl. I was like, and I keep thinking like the confetti's coming down, and I'm like. Are they like still reviewing this? Like what's going on? It just, it was, it was real anticlimactic. Yeah. It did seem real weird. Like
0: Hardman said he got interviewed after he was like, man, I just blacked out. I did not even know what happened. Oh, yeah. explains why he was so like, he would just see, yeah, it just seemed like in a state of shock, but apparently like they don't show the sideline, like, and it's just basically, you can see like sort of five, six dudes out on the field. But apparently like everybody from like the screen down just went like nuts. Like everybody like threw their helmets off was like rushing the sidelines
1: and yeah. it was just kind of, like crazy. But gotta show that. Yeah. We, um, no. I was watching with my uh somebody I work with and um when they the when I think they were lining up for that last touchdown, I'm like, oh you know, surely it goes to Kelsey here, we get a T Swift moment. And then mm. I said, How do they do the balancing act between showing the cel- showing the celebration and cutting Taylor Swift? And I know yeah. when after Hardman scored, it's probably like, I don't even know if 10 seconds have passed and they cut to Taylor Swift. I'm like, man. Like, this is just, it's too much, eh? I <laughs> know. Uh, it is a lot. They don't need to do it that much. Everybody no. gets it. It's a thing. I mean, it's generating them so much money, so I guess I guess you got to yeah. do what you got to do, don't you? The roaming economy, Taylor Swift. Unreal. Imagine getting her on the pod. It would be fucking global don't know if i want her on the pod to be fair hey hot take actually no i mean i would you'd 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 take it easy hate hate her, but i'd gladly have her on the pod because that's yeah you're going worldwide on the easy (laughs) yeah imagine shit that'd be fun
0: on the Um, unreal. yeah a bit of a a side note um just speaking on Saturday at the Shindig. Um, usually it's, you know, it's rude to be on your phone a lot of the time at things like that. But, you know, we've actually rolled around to that time of the year where it is perfectly excusable to be on your phone and showing the boys your uh, NRL fantasy team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: A, lot, anyway, of, a lot,
0: uh, of cult whole lot of that going on on Saturday night. And I absolutely fizzed for it because, um, Basically from now until the NRL finals, it's just gonna consume my life. So yeah. there's probably be a bit of chat about it on here every week. As much as people want to hear it or don't want to hear it, it's gonna happen. So just be prepared. Be prepared um, for the the uh the amateur NRL fantasy chat. Yeah. And for the listeners, if you want to join a, a draft league, uh we'll post Posted again on the uh, instagram but there's still a few spots available so hit us up if you want to join it's full. Just, uh, get into it it's it's full it's full
1: yeah the cbb okay. faithful showed up
0: the cbb faithful showed up
1: unreal we love that how did that happen Thought it it's was... an undis- undisclosed prize for the winner
0: as well oh guys if you want to get involved maybe we'll make an open league for, uh for regular fantasy Oh yeah, be a bit of fun. Do that. E hackers keen. No, you're not. All right. <laughs> you're not ready for this time commitment, mate. Um. So that yeah, that wraps up our weeks. As I said, pretty similar, pretty stock standard, pretty fun. It was a good seven days compared to the previous fourteen. I think. Bit more happening. Yeah, bit more. Uh, bit more happening. Certified not certified this week. Now yeah. uh, bringing you five rippers last week was pretty rogue um that's what happened when you sort of let a loose um yeah can't can't say too yeah, much more you don't that.
1: you don't want to you don't want to take credit for the um the invading another country
0: i didn't put that there
1: oh i'm just saying you just, you didn't want to take credit for it that was that was why you
0: were calling I, I out, out. it. there was that, Laura was not happy with uh me doing that but, you know, after I explain, you got to keep people on their toes. Yeah, no, fair enough. She still didn't agree with me. And, yeah, rough night from there. But uh, we move. Um, I'm not. Ehaka is saying I'm distancing myself. Listen, I said what I said on the podcast. Uh, I stand by what I said. hacker set the trap. I fell for it. So be it. Uh, this week's first one, e hacker really thinking about water for some reason. Um, first one he's got is
1: he certified or not certified on water beds? Yeah, no, nah, I'm I'm definitely not certified. Um, now, it's going to sound weird, but I'm the type of person that I really have a specific thing. I need to pee right before I go to bed. Uh, if I don't. I feel like I need to pee and I just really get it in my head that I've got to take a piss. <laughs> and I feel like waterbeds are just going to make me constantly think about needing to piss. I remember when we went on that trip to around Christmas time with some friends, the way the cabin was set up, there was like a front like room slash lounge and it was a back room where we were sleeping in. So I had to walk through other people sleeping to go to the toilet and, you know, I had a few beers, so the old bladder was a bit loose anyway. And I got into bed, and I was like, man, did I go talk her into bed? And I was like, no, nah, I did. And I kept thinking about it, and I was like, man. And because I'm like, I have to climb out over, over Nina, walk through a bedroom with people sleeping, out the door, and turns out I went to the toilet and didn't even need to go to the toilet. So long <laughs> story short, not certified on water beds.
0: Oh, man. I'm also not certified. Like... I really like the um, like movement of it. I f- I like to be pretty pretty stable in bed. If you know what I mean, like I don't I don't like a bed you can sink into. Yeah. Like if you like, yeah. like, like a firm bed. Yeah. Like when you're asleep, I don't want like if I relax to then like just flop into the middle. So, um, there's that. And then also when I was like three years old, we had a water bed, um, and I was jumping on it. And I fell, and I like hit my head, like my eye, um, basically on my like brow on the footboard of the bed, cut like my basically forehead open. Had to go to hospital and have stitches. So, so you're scarred for life. Literally scarred for life on water beds. So it's a big no from me. And also real paranoid about like what if they pop in the house? That just seems. Pretty niggly, eh? Yeah. Yeah, no, it does.
1: I'm just, yeah. You got a wet carpet and you got no bed. Yeah, then it smells. Then you got to get the dehumidifiers in there.
0: All right, this is a lot of reward for, but it's minimal reward for a lot of risk. A lot of admin. Yeah, big, big admin. Um, I think Heehyung is probably certified there based on the fact he is really into water today, because number two is uh, water parks. Uh So we're talking wet and wild here. You've been to one in a while. When was the last time you went to a water park?
1: I would have been maybe like 12. So for that reason, not certified. Just, you know, like, I like swimming, but I just can't see myself planning a day around in it, like going to a water park, going down some slides and things. Like, I reckon I'd get pretty bored. Like, I give myself an hour and a half max. Yeah. I just—it's very repetitive. In saying that, I'd love to do like a a wipeout, you know, the TV show wipeout. Yeah, I'd love to do that. I mean, it's related to water. That was why I kind of went there. But like, just repeated slides over and over again—just not for me anymore. So, yeah, not certified. I think they have a wipeout like out in the hoker, eh? So yeah, that, that's, yeah,
0: something
1: real similar to yeah.
0: it. Yeah, we went to one on when we went to on a cricket trip in year thirteen. We went to Whitman Wild. And There's a lot of waiting around. Yeah, and then like, and, and if you're with like a bigger group as well, like then you got to wait for everybody to come down before you like move on to the next thing. And then you got to wait in line. So it's just like. I can not even tell you how many things we hit. Like we might've been there for like six hours and gone on like 10 things. It's just not, not good enough. It's a lot of waiting in line. Um, and you also need it to be a really good day or else you're just getting cold between rides. Yeah. Uh, listen, I'm all, I'm all for a Hydra slide. Um, like if I'm at Hamner, you know, I'll get on the Hydra slide and then back in the hot pools. But I just don't want to spend six hours at a water park and do like
1: 10 slides. It's an absolute breeding ground for those wee, um, faroukas that people can get on their feet. Oh, bro, mate, just water and bacteria, just that's breeding ground. You know
0: what's absolutely disgusting as well?
1: In line, there's always on the ground multiple wet band aids. Oh, I know. Yeah, (laughs) I was actually thinking about that as well. Yeah, it's always just a wet band-aid on the ground, eh? Yeah, that's disgusting, eh? Like, I don't want to go with, like, a metre
0: radius of a wet band-aid. That's just filthy.
1: And you already know, like, a kid's probably, like, shed himself, and you're kind of just, like, <laughs> in that water with him, like... Yeah. Yeah. Like, you're pretty rogue, it's... eh? It's, yeah, it's a no it's... for me, dog. The more I've yeah. thought about it, the
0: more I'm r- really anti it now. Yeah, I was pretty, like, on the fence, but now it's a strong, strong not certified. Yeah, strong not certified yeah coming in hot here with two not certified so I reckon we might be in the minority on both but yeah
1: is what it uh, is. Oh, I reckon water parks where are uh, water beds but I think water parks most people would, would like them yeah uh number three here zoos wildlife yeah. parks yeah no, I'm massive certified in zoos like like animals uh, I'm scared of I'm scared of birds and fish though but you' scared of fish. Yeah, I don't... I feel like scared's a strong word. I just... I don't really like fish. They're slimy. I don't like the way they're like... they're like... they're like, like mouth's open when they're breathing and like their eyes are on... I just... I don't really trust them either. They're just breathing underwater and... I don't know. I feel, I've never looked at a fish and be like, man, that's cute. I want one. Would you get into an elevator with a fish? Nah, definitely not. No. <laughs> I'm scared about getting in the ocean with a fish. An elevator would be even worse. Um... But at a zoo, obviously you're not there just to see birds and fish, are you? No. A massive, a massive cat fan. So like lions, tigers, um, leopards, just all that stuff. Huge fan. So the, I think it's the Brisbane Zoo, as um Australia Australia Zoo. That's in Brisbane though, right? Yeah. Yeah. Somewhere Steve between Irwin. there and the sunny coast, I believe. One yeah, on the Zoo and one. Is. Um, they got their massive like cat sanctuary. So. Big fan of that. Those like white tigers. So, oh, yeah. The white tigers go off. Yeah. So you're massive, massive
0: certified on that. They've got those um, at Australia Zoo. They've got those black and white striped horses as well. Chris loved those. They went The black back, and white striped horses. Yeah, they went breezy. Um Yeah, I actually love the zoo as well. We had that great day out there at Australia Zoo. I can't remember if we watched the show or not. I don't think we did watch a show. But the crocodile shows go hard. Just seeing the crocodile. Uh, I think we did watch a crocodile show, didn't we? I can't remember. Eh? But the crocs and the alligators just go
1: hard. Like they don't even do anything, but just looking at them, it's like fuck, these are sick. We saw that real old tilt uh tortoise as well, like it was like 190 years old or something.
0: Oh yeah.
1: Oh boy. And there's that massive like anaconda underneath the um
0: or a python. Underneath the food court. I don't know if you're yeah, do not that. Yeah, I remember this. <laughs> Real random
1: to remember. That makes me feel a little bit uncomfortable. No, like it's in a glass can... Like, yeah, that's, I, I don't like, really like snakes either. It's like, like built I'll, in. I'll avoid the like... the insect area. You know, you can like go see like massive spiders and snakes and shit. I will not go through there. Yeah.
0: Nah. The first time I ever went to Australia Zoo, I remember the it was like it must have been out of school holiday so it was pretty quiet and it was with my mum and dad and we were like walking around me and dad were like a little bit ahead of mum, and she was like looking in an enclosure and these like zookeepers were just walking around with like a snake like a pretty big one and they were like coming up to like behind her and we just like yelled at her we we're like mom She like turned around to like look at us and literally like turned like right into this like snake's head and gave oh me, like, God. the biggest fucking fright of my life. It was fucking hilarious, eh? <laughs> yeah, no, I don't like that. If that happened to me, I'd be so pissed off. I'd be yeah. throwing hands with the snake, eh? I'm definitely not a fan of that. Big fan of zoos, though. Big certified there. Yeah, big fan of zoos, though. <laughs> <laughs> Love animals. Heck good. Um, number four here. Moving on from Hackers. fucking Ripper Australian Holiday-themed Certified, not certified. Um is wearing anime or like musical graphic tees when you don't watch or listen? If you don't watch the anime or you don't listen to the band, is it still certified to be wearing wearing the wearing the kit? Or is that uncertified? Not certified.
1: Um I floated on this but I've landed on certified because I think it's just, it's just the style to have that kind of like vintage printed tee. And then I also Mm. thought, you know, like what, you you know, if you, if you were a Nike tee, you're not, you're not sponsored by Nike, you know, but you're just wearing it for the style. So why can't you just wear a a band tee that, you know, even if you don't listen to them? Yeah. It's kind of where I landed. Um, not I don't I don't do it per se. Like I have a few anime tees, but it's animes I've watched. Um, I don't know. Yeah, it was a tough one for math. But I was a little bit on the fence, but I'll, I'll, I'll side on certified. Wait, yes, yeah, certified. This it's always takes me back to um,
0: this I believe it's the same trip. Yeah, when we went to Australia. Though yeah. so. I thought about this as well, <laughs> and. Chris rocks up in what was it like a denim jacket, like a Black Sabbath t shirt? Yeah, it was like, bro, you've never listened to one rock song in your life. What are you
1: doing? Yeah, he had a whole new like wardrobe that and he was like, it was a real different person. That triple new fit, who
0: does? But, um, yeah, he got a real, he got ripped into that entire day. Yeah, but listen, I'm also certified on a day. Like I said, it's just the style. Like, it's cool. Vintage stuff. Like, it just suits anime, and it suits musicians, bands, that sort of stuff. So I'm here for it. I rock a Nirvana tea. You know, I know a couple Nirvana songs, but I don't listen to them. They got that Smells like that song on, they, Yeah, they got that one, and they got that song on the Modern Warfare trailer, don't they?
1: You know what? Can't say I know that one. I'm sure it is it could it could be like metallica maybe i don't know but it's all the same i feel like i'll be
0: metallica it's all the same it's all the same um, the of batman yeah a couple of certifieds though uh number 5 to round us out um just following on, along with the anime really is cosplay we're we're standing on cosplay
1: it's a weird word to say multiple times you know what there's an aspect that i'm certified on but i won't go on to it on the pod (laughs) um overall though yeah oh overall though no nothing dodgy nothing nothing dodgy i feel like it really came out like it was dodgy it did come Um, out dodgy you know not not dodgy at all um you know, not yeah, uh, um, but just in general, like people that like take it real seriously. Um, like you know, you see some like torch streamers and things that do it. Like I kind of just find it like a little creepy. I don't mind somebody that like if you're going to um, Armageddon and like you know you uh, you're wearing like a piece that that's yeah. that's all good. Like if you're supporting it, but if you if you're like full. Wearing Goku's outfit with like blonde spiked up hair and you know, running around the place saying, Come and have me hard, and I'm done. That's that's no for me, dog. <laughs> well, like on a daily basis, well, just when they're doing the cosplay stuff, you know, just oh, you yeah, know? yeah. If you're going too far into it, I just find it a little creepy. So, not certified, yeah. I feel like I'm sort of on the
0: exact same page as you were, like, I don't mind a dress up. Um, Like, I've never cosplayed myself. I don't know, like, what is the minimal cosplay you could do? Chuck on I a think, hat and some jeans and call yourself Ash Ketchum?
1: You know? No, nah, I think, think cosplay, you like, you, you, you know, you have to, like, fully look like them. Like, you've got coloured hair. Yeah, you know, like, you could stand next to the person, they'll be like, man, which one's which, you know? Yeah. No, nah, fair, fair.
0: I'm a bit like, you know, some people, like, you just say, like, Twitch people um there's like instagramers you know influencers that'll do like a just a full cosplay photo shoot like at home on their own yeah and upload
1: it. yeah like i feel that's like that's yeah, still a little weird maybe yeah just makes it like a little uncomfortable like i wouldn't be surprised if there was a three-part netflix series about them becoming a serial killer eventually you know that kind <laughs> of vibe
0: yeah or they got killed by somebody yeah let giving, you know let giving. it's giving, <laughs> it's giving. Not certified, um, yeah, so big five there from us this week. I, you know, I don't want to compare certified, not certified to
1: previous ones, but I will say that one was a lot better than last week. Um, yeah, well done to other producers in the back. You've stepped, you see, you've stepped your game up. Yeah,
0: they have. That was, yeah, good practice last week, but yeah, when it came down to game week, she fired. All right. Uh this week we're running a new segment. Um it's gonna go in tandem with really random question. Uh um if did I say that right? Really random question? That sound, sounded yeah. so weird out of my mouth. Um but this week eHug has brought us a segment. It's called Did This Really Happen? So it's just a you know, add a bit of a fresh insight into it. It's gonna be similar to really random question, but it's just gonna sort of see see what we know, what our thoughts are. It's almost like a um Mandela effect quiz in a way. Are you familiar with the Mandela effect?
1: Yeah, yes I am. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah, I do know what you mean. I, I I um I enjoy hearing about some Mandela effects. Yeah, so do I to be fair, because they always blow my
0: mind. Um and yeah, just quickly before we rip into this here, as everyone knows, really random question brought to us by anti drip. So is did this really happen? So go check the boys out at anti drip nz on Instagram, same on TikTok, drop them a like, follow, comment, buy something off their website, especially if you're hitting the gym. Go get one of their cool gym towels. Um, yeah, we love the boys, so you should love them too. Anyway e has got us five, did this really happens? Um, and they're all, he wants to know if they're true, basically. So first one is from 1912 to 1948, the Olympic games held competitions in the fine arts. So medals were given out for literature, architecture, sculpture, painting, and music. Um We'll just bounce this off each other, come to a consensus, and then follow the socials to find out the answers. Because Ehuck is just really going to be annoying and not give them to us. He He wants us to go into this deep
1: hole to see if we can figure it out, basically. I feel like I know the answers to all of them. I've just been looking at them. Um, yeah. i'm pretty confident but listeners get at us if you if you'd rather us have the answers on the episode get at us about it um appreciate engagement but yeah anyway go on oh yeah otherwise we'll chuck them up on the socials and yeah
0: ask if people think it's true or false in a day later we can drop drop the answers oh right, yeah it could work it could work for everybody it could work First one off the rip, I'm just instantly thinking this isn't true. But like, yeah, why, the fuck, it
1: why the fuck would yeah. he have to think of this or get like, how would he get this? This is definitely not true. I, you know, if if it said like 1912 to like three Olympics after that, I'd be all good. But when was um when was the infamous uh the Olympics? Oh man, you listen.
0: I took a paper on Olympic history. Did you really? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I like it was the, um, it was, it was, it was like events. It was like an events history paper, but the um, module was Olympics. So, yeah, but I I have actually, I couldn't, couldn't
1: um, give you any information on that, but yeah. Yeah. I just want to say, yeah, no, it didn't happen. It might've happened early on. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be shocked. But I reckon up to like 1948, there's nowhere. What do you think? What do you do for literature? Is it reading? Is it like who has the nicest writing? Yeah. See, how do you even compete in that at an event? Calligraphy. I don't and know. like the Olympics was originally like a you know like a, a like a man Greek. on man. Yeah. I just you know Greece isn't really like known for. Yeah, that's more like early English times, you know. Yeah. Shake a spear. Yeah, um, yeah,
0: definitely leaning towards a heavy false like yeah. painting, sculpture. I could
1: get, but they just don't feel like Olympic sports. Yeah. Or events because they're not sports. And architecture, what do you like? He building, he building a fucking building.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Like, I,
1: there's just no logistics to that. Like, maybe
0: you're doing some dots and shit on some I don't know you're like oh this is the columns I'm going to build on a building on a bit of paper but like it's not for the viewers like sky sport wasn't paying for that were they no so yeah yeah Yeah, yeah, we're going false there aren't we yeah yeah all right number two um Abraham Lincoln has been inducted into the wrestling Hall of Fame
1: Now. I'm aware of the WWE Hall of Fame. Yeah, see, I was thinking that too. But now I'm like, man, what if it's just like general wrestling? Is this Yeah, is there an Olympic Wrestling Hall of Fame? And like wrestling's like a real old school American thing, you know? Yeah, I could definitely see him being a wrestler. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, he'd been taking bribes to go to LSU on scholarship to be a wrestler, you know? Yeah. Kicking up the dorms with Shaquille O'Neal. 100%. You know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, I'm just gonna, I'm just
0: gonna say, true. Also, reckon true. Like, what? He didn't even have to be good at it. You know what I mean? Like, he maybe he just did it. National Wrestling Hall of Fame. Yeah. So I'm it's an American, true. an American thing. Yeah. Yeah, I'm true. So he might have just done it in high school. Yeah. Became president, and they were like, "Yeah, we
1: we'll put him in the Hall of Fame. Freed slaves, and he was a president." So. Yeah, there
0: one of
1: know. those vibes. Like, yeah, gets in for, for his off-court actions. Yeah, off-court
0: actions. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we'll go through there. Um, Good number guy, three, though. everybody that was on the
1: Titanic died. Yes, instant false, because it was that lady that was in the Titanic movie.
0: Yeah. Was there just one? There was one,
1: wasn't there? I didn't know the number, but I just know that there was a lady. Oh, it was Rose, wasn't it? Yeah, Rose did, survived. Did Rose survive? Rose yeah, was not I mean, on the real Titanic, though. But isn't she in the Titanic movie? She, like, is it, isn't your, how, is it 100% like, true, though? Well, I don't know. She's like an old lady, and she's being interviewed. It might not be Rose, but I'm sure there's like a survivor from the Titanic talking about it. Man, I was, oh, the rep, I was going to say true. I, I don't think anybody survived.
0: I've man, never heard crazy. somebody be like, man. Remember that time I was on the Titanic and survived, but everyone else died?
1: Well, I thought it was ages ago. ago. Maybe they've died since. Wasn't it like. No, I don't don't want to sound like a fucking idiot, but it it was ages ago, that wasn't it? Wasn't it like early 1900s? No, it had to be post literature at the Olympics,
0: surely. I thought it was like real old. I don't want to look anything up. This is just... Nah. I mean, yeah. is getting what he wants here. He's getting two idiots talking about things they have no idea about. I think
1: this is going to be E-Hack the one that annoys me now. Because this is kind of the one I I know more about. You know, like... Like, I know a lot about the Olympics, but I mean, I don't... I don't know every event in the early times. I don't know Abraham Lincoln's backstory, but like, you know, we're all pretty well aware of the Titanic. I'm going to side with you because I've never seen the movie. So well, There's... There's 120 percent an old lady, like at the end of the movie, talking about the Titanic. Now, I'm like not it's sure. If it's... Her? Yeah, I'm sure it's her. All right, I'm, I'll side with you. We'll go through. Yeah, let's lock it in. That's <laughs> gonna really piss me off if not not the answer. Now, <laughs> I hope we're right. I'm going uh, sure to can Google afterwards.
0: <laughs> number four, Adolf Hitler's nephew fought the Nazis in World War II. so he was fighting for the opposition. Mini Hitler, <laughs> Mini Hitler, <laughs> um, man, I'm just. Wasn't the Hitler pop? No, I was gonna say, wasn't Hitler the Polish? Shit,
1: was he, he wasn't. He, he wasn't German, though, was he? Like, oh. wasn't there something? Wasn't there something like scaven about him? Like, wasn't there something? You know, his but. Well, he liked the blondes. But he wasn't a blonde. He was a brunette. Uh, you know, I'm just gonna say, I'm just gonna say no. Real Don't German vibes, though. Like, uh, i, I really Heimer, like, You know, I really feel like of... he just put this question in there because we talked about invading countries last weekend. Yeah, it's not that we were siding on. We we, we, we were siding on a, a Yeah, I'm just gonna say He's... no.
0: It sounds true though
1: lock and true then mate
0: what if it's like his brother's son and he hates his brother but his brother married a Polish girl and moved to Poland son got enlisted when the war started what are those vibes
1: like I feel like it was easy to end up on the other side yeah I mean I just also wouldn't be surprised if he just doesn't even have a nephew at all you know (laughs) He could have been an only child so easily. He he does. He's giving only child. He is. Hey, lock in, lock in true. And then I'll be five or five and you can be four or five.
0: Yeah, I'm going to lock in true. So you're not going to side with me. We're not doing this as a team. Oh, will we? (laughs) I don't know. We just seem pretty split here. We can be split. We'll be split.
1: When it comes to I'm these type awful. of questions, I just have to stick with the stick with the gut gut feeling was just false. You know, lock it in. Yeah, fair enough. Um,
0: number five here: One man survived both the atomic bombing of Hiroshima and then later Nagasaki. Off the rip here, I'm saying false because, like, why does it say one man?
1: Yeah, weird question. Maybe it was a woman, but it needs like. Because people that were, like, 100 and so meters away got, like, fucked up. 100 So, meters. like... No, not 100 meters.
0: Like, 100 kilometers?
1: Yeah, it was, like, 100 k's, wasn't it?
0: I'm sure, bro. It was distance.
1: Yeah, like, remember there was, like, people that got their, like... They were, like, ages away from it. and They got their, like, clothes burnt into their skin. And then yeah. people, had their like, people had their, like, shadows, like, melted into the concrete or something like that. So if people get fucked world. up like if people get fucked up ages away somebody in the bomb site's not surviving and I'm assuming that's what he means by survive the bomb. Do they not happen the same day? Really just not clued in on the wars eh? Nah. <sighs> so naive yeah, to did it. They not I happen What's <laughs> <laughs> the proof? Nah, there's no way that like two two atom bombs got dropped on them at like separate occasions. Surely it was like a dual thing.
0: Yeah, like do you, you know, see like, one do that much damage and think, fuck, let's drop another. Like what if you're doing that? Or, why stop?
1: or because wasn't Pearl Harbor was like retaliation to the? Even though Americans like talk about how Pearl Harbor so bad. Pearl Harbor was like retaliation for the the Hiroshima bomb. So what if Americans then retaliated, retaliated for dropping the bomb on the other one? But then surely one bro is not like getting fucked up in Hiroshima. They're like, oh shit, like I'm slightly better now, but I'm going to move to (laughs) move here and he gets bombed again. Surely if there's
0: one guy that survived, there's more than one as well. Both. Yeah, yeah. I'm just locking it a nah. That's, yeah. a,
1: that's, a
0: no from, that's a no from me, dog. I'm locking it a no as well. That's just
1: like yeah. That's a no. Oh, that's wait, it, so it cool. does say in then later at Nagasaki. So yeah, can't. Yeah, later than May though. though. Can't please tell you the answers.
0: <laughs> no, I want to know. Can...
1: I want to know the answers so bad now. I knew I would. Can
0: we do it off off camera?
1: How do we do and it then, off camera? That, oh, at the we'll
0: end. do it at the end. That way, the listeners can't hear. That way, we oh. can still run the socials. Get get the opinions of the uh, of the faithful.
1: I just really want to know the Titanic one in this one. Yeah.
0: Now we'll find out later. We'll find out later. Okay. Um Yeah. But well, yeah, we're locked in there. So those that's all five. You You're happy happy with where you are? You know yeah, I'm you happy, Larry, happy as Larry. Happy as Larry. Right. Um. Yeah, so that was Did This Really Happen? Courtesy of <laughs> E and Anti Drip.
1: Oh, uh, I was like, Where are we going with
0: that? <laughs> I was just doing the uh, ad read. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Our friends over at Anti Drip NZ on Instagram. Uh, yeah, thank you to the kind folks that put that together. All right, moving on to why we're actually all here. Bit of basketball, bit of National Basketball Association. I think originally the plan here was a bit of a trade deadline discussion, but since it was the worst trade deadline in fucking God knows how long, we don't really have anything to talk about, about that. So we've hit a 90 degree turn and we're going to run a power poll for the Western conference. So what this is, if you aren't familiar with the power polls. It's like a power rankings, but instead of it being on, like, current form, it's how dangerous we think they
1: are come playoff time.
0: Is that how you would describe it?
1: Yep. Uh, yep. Yeah. 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 I was I was generally thinking of a straight power pole, but that's fine by me. I feel like I won't really change many answers. All right. I'll do that um yeah
0: me and tom we we did discuss off discussion i should say it was pretty brief off camera gave our like 15s what i did I, I averaged them out so the list here is like ours combined and then the averages for the ones that um weren't we weren't the same on so it's a interesting it's a fear lister i would say but it gives us something to debate so we'll start at the back you can you can call this the guys that have no chance, um, and that is of making the playoffs. I would say so. That's just Spurs, Blazers, Grizzlies. No arguments there, is there? For no, that's yeah. That's probably three of the top seven teams in the lottery. Grizzlies, obviously, due to the horrific injuries they've had. Yeah. Um, and then Blazers, Spurs, pretty rough. Pretty rough times. Next, um, next category, I would say Rockets Jazz. Would you include Golden State here?
1: As nah, because they've got like championship pedigree, you know. So I'd say the Rockets and Jazz, the young up-and-comers. What would you What would you call this category? Fighting for a play-in. Yeah, fighting
0: for a play-in. I kind of think like Golden State should be in there because it's not really guaranteed for them. Like they're definitely fighting yeah. for it. Yeah, not
1: fear. Yeah, put Golden State in there then.
0: But yeah, like they say, like you say, they're a bit of pedigree than the Jazz. But I think the Rockets have fallen off here. A few injuries starting to bite them. The depth concerns are showing. Um. Yeah. What do you? What do you say on the trade deadline? Utah made a few moves. They got rid of Linux Got rid of Igbaji. They got rid of anybody else. They didn't bring anybody. Oh, they got rid um, of Fantichio.
1: Yeah, I was going to say Fantichio, the new starting. They didn't bring anybody in, did they? Just no. And...
0: It was a bit like,
1: yeah, it was a bit like we don't want to compete, but like we're not tanking. It was weird. I think they've had two real weird years when it comes to building their team yeah like the deadline offseason nothing really happened <clears throat> um i don't know i just think they they like they have the bones of a really good team i think they just got to do something and i think I th- people see danny ains like oh this guy's a genius so let's let him cook but yeah i don't know
0: i did see on um our man bill simmons podcast that they were conspiring that the Jazz have a, somebody has a top 10 protected pick from them. Um, and they were sort of conspiring like, oh, they're not good enough to make the playoffs, but they could be good enough to make sure that pick is somewhere between 11 and 14 so they lose it because of how bad this draft is. Mm. That way they don't lose it in a year
1: where they'd rather have it. That's a good idea. But isn't this draft good? Aren't they saying this is like, Um, I think it was a few years ago, there was a draft that had a shit ton of role players. Yeah. There's just no like high end talent. Yeah. I don't uh, know. I just, I just hate, I hate young teams. Players. I hate young franchises that like kind of just stand pat. And I'm a mass- massive Laurie Martin fan. So I just do something. They win games. I competed. they have got a really good coach. They've got, like, they're not young. Like, Laurie Markin's not young young. So, I don't know. But then again, what could what could have they done? So, yeah, I don't know. I think they are trying to win games. I just think that, like, realistically, they don't think they could
0: win a playoff series. And they're not even going to get... Obviously, they're not going to get to the sixth seed. Yeah. So, you're basically fighting for a play-in spot this whole time. Yeah. So, I think they want to balance winning and playing the young guys.
1: And Which they got a hard. A, hard they got a first round pick for Kelly Olynyk, didn't they? Uh yeah. Well, for Obagi, I
0: would say. <laughs> so he was he was a, a first round pick. Why not make that deal? You know. Yeah. No, I like uh, that. I like that. I like that. Um. Yeah. So if you, I guess you include yeah you include Golden State in that. They're definitely the favorite. I would say out of those three teams too make the play-in. yeah. So those three are fighting for spot 10. It is a 15, 14, 13, 12, yeah. and
1: then, yeah, 10. so the last play-in spot. I'm just penciling the Lakers in at this point. I have a... I find it interesting that the Rockets have been playing worse when Jalen Green's been playing better. Just
0: keep your eye on that. No, I think he's been playing better because some of their more important players are out. It's, it's like a high, game. high usage rate. Don't do my guy like that.
1: i Stop trying to zaclevate him. Wow, I don't, like I don't like that. Person the pudding, mat. Uh,
0: um, next category, I guess fringe. Fringe six seeds. Yeah, I don't know, what, fringe I don't know to put them, but um, pelicans. Kings, Lakers, Mavs. Yeah, I mean you're higher on the Mavs than
1: I am, but they're definitely in that fringe sixteen spot. Yeah, yeah. Well, you had the Mavs at what three or four? Didn't you four? Yeah, I had the Mavs at four. That's crazy to me, man. Might as well jump into them. Go, go tell your, go tell your hype. You were talking pre pod about you're really high on them post their um their superstar okay. haul of getting Daniel Gafford and PJ Washington.
0: Yeah. Post deadline. Like they, they won the trade deadline for me. Um, oh, oh, yeah. They traded hard. away. For, hey, it wasn't
1: hard to win the trade deadline. No, but they won it for me. And they're, they're came, aside who, hang there, on, real quick before, sorry, before you dive into that, who came second? Next. Okay. Yeah. not Fair. Who came third? I just feel like there was no like moves. Like, no, there wasn't. I would say most... Charlotte,
0: Charlotte. was probably third. Because yeah, they, they got worse, but up. they got
1: yeah, they got worse, but good good assets. I just think like it's a lot. Like Mavericks don't have a pick till like twenty twenty nine. Well, they have pick swaps, and yeah, their pick swap was with a Thunder though.
0: But it's not always as bad as it seems. So every second year they. They are locked in for a first-round pick because you can't get out of that any way possible. When people are like, oh, there's no picks to trade, or they have no first-round picks, they're always going to have a first-round pick. It's just going to be the worst of the two with the team they have a swap with. So, But you know the idea of this is that they're going to be good anyway. So the pick swap's probably going to be like, it's going to be two picks from 25 to 30. If, are they? If, if it goes to plan. that's. I just yeah. I, why do you, we want some teams? We want teams to go for it, like in a winning window. But then when teams do go for it, everybody's like, "Oh, they traded everything, and then they're gonna lose.
1: They're gonna lose Luca, for example." Like uh, yeah, you want teams to go for it. And we always talk about the Mavs. It's just like I don't know. Like they they needed they needed wing wing defense, which they didn't get. They got another big, which I guess they kind of needed, because obviously Derek Lively in the playoffs wouldn't be great. But Gafford's never done anything before. He's averaged for his career like 8 and 7 on the Washington Wizards. Like Marcin Marcin Gultac was like 16 and 10 on the Washington Wizards, you know? How come Gafford can't do that? It's a different time.
0: Daniel Daniel Gafford will thrive with Luca. He's a great rebounder. He's a good rim protector. He's just he he feels he feels a need that they had. I great. Honestly, they player. should go get Kuzma. They got PJ Washington, who was basically the same thing. Um, he's been stuck in a worst,
1: worst scorer. Can't put the he's, ball on the floor. Every year's got worse at shooting threes.
0: Yeah, less usage though.
1: He's a good. He's a bit post player. You... Yeah, okay. I think the theory of what they've done makes sense, but I think the two guys they've got are just pretty borderline players. So that's kind of why I'm like, like I get the idea they've got the we not got like a rim running big, and they we don't get like a a floor spacing four who can play defense. But I feel like both of them aren't very actually that good at that. I just think when
0: you're if you have to verse them in a playoff series, you can just pencil in. Kyrie and Luca for 60. As long as Kyrie's there. Yeah. Which by all accounts, he he hasn't done anything this year, so he should be. Then you've yeah. got Gafford and Lively to give you 48 minutes at the center spot. Um yeah. Kleber if you need as well, but most likely him at the four, along with PJ, Derek Jones. Um then at three, and your two, your wing spots, you've got Jalen Green, Tim Hardaway. Don't them if you must. Good defender there. I know it doesn't like jump off the paper at you like this is an amazing team, but I just think it's really like now it's quite deep with solid players. Like it doesn't fall off a cliff anywhere. After or obviously after one and two it does, because of how good they are. But it's not like, oh, we've got five guys that can start in a playoff series, and then we've got like fucking one or two that will probably get minutes. And then when we really get into the nitty-gritty, we can't play anybody else. Like, they can play 10 deep in a playoff series at any time against any opponent. I just think they're quite well-equipped to take on anybody. Um, Obviously, scoring is not an issue for them. Defense in the playoffs will be the one thing which you did touch on. So, time will tell. But, yeah, I'm just high on them. Time will tell. You're right, time will tell. I'm high. I'm high. It's just like what Luke is doing this year. He's going under the radar a little. Not sure why. I think the media is maybe just a bit sick of talking about him. Because they're what? The eighth seed? Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, okay. So he was the eighth seed one year and Russell's ever in a triple-double and nobody would shut up about it. So come a long way. We have come a think. long way
1: though. Yeah. Um. How's Kings, Lakers, though? Any words there? Uh, not a lot to say on the Kings or the Pelicans. Uh, Kings, I reckon, will be the team that everybody tries to verse in the playoffs. Because I think I think there's some pretty strong... Like, the West is strong. And a few other the teams, like... Like, I think the Mavs will be a better playoff team than they are a regular season team. Because of Luka. And the playoffs is, you know, different beast. Same with the Lakers. Yeah. So I think the Kings is kind of there. So, meh. Um, Pelican's always got a soft spot for them you know uh, interesting they didn't really do anything Um, but the main team you know obviously the Lakers Um, I believe I said to I think you and Hucker were texting about it you know about us not doing anything but I was kind of I, I was happy with us not doing anything like I just I don't think there was really a trade that would have made us better out there and with the minimal resources we have like I don't want to I don't want to give up Austin Reeves for Jean Tamari, you know? Yeah. And um as like a lot of the top teams have during the summer we have the ability to trade more picks like a lot of the top teams. So Yeah, when the picks yeah. Yeah. Invade. So I think obviously we'll wait for that. And I think a lot of other teams that have assets to trade are kind of like our oh, shit like maybe we should wait till we can get a bigger haul. So mm. I was kind of like, there's no real point us trading. Um, I kind of like what I've seen from us. Like I think Austin Reeves is kind of, he's starting to get a bit more of like a consistent flow to him. Delos obviously been cooking. And I know Bill Simmons really like ripped into it where he talked about how LeBron complained about injuries. And Bill's like, yeah, but LeBron and AD have been healthy all year. But LeBron, like LeBron's 39, so he needs help. Mm. And, no team with like a big is gonna like you know it's a, it's a guard league so you need your role players and our role players are all guards so yeah and and he, I don't know I feel like he contradicts himself because then we talked about he talks about that you've got so much money tied up in your big your big name guys so so it's like yeah so you need your small name guys to step up and I think like before Vando went down I think we looked good so yeah I'm I'm happy. Long story short, I'm happy we didn't move, and I think we're heading the right direction. So do I. I think like this Lakers team is just so much about chemistry.
0: When you, when you don't have like the three point shooting or the point guard play, it's so hard to keep up in the league. Yeah, when you play big and slow, it's just so easy to get outshot or outrun off the court. Um, And that's why I think like the chemistry really, really helps, and like the hustle. Um, you know that comes from having a side that wants to be out there together I think we've like really found that lately um, mm. probably all sort of came together around Vando getting healthy he's sort of that energizer bunny that gets everybody else like onto another level um, and then I also think just like guys like Rui and Delo just making it past the trade deadline it just frees them up so much like they just don't have to like look over their shoulder all the time now yeah everybody everybody now knows their role uh they know they're there for the season so it's just like let's get on with the job and yeah. we've seen with the play-in tournament that they can turn it on um Defensively it's, just especially. Not, it's just not viable for 82 games that's why there's been such a fall off so them i'm not worried i just as long as they get to the playoffs i can see them easily making the western conference finals and fighting
1: yeah i can see it being game. against I can see it being exactly like last year. Like, I, we can beat every team. The only team am worried about is the Nuggets because, like, our trump card is size, but the mm. Nuggets are big. And then our other trump card is, like, LeBron's geniusness. But yeah. Jokic is probably, at this point of his career, more of a genius than LeBron. And you yeah. saw that. You saw that in that game on Friday night where it was, like, 105, 106 to them. And then a minute later, they're up by, like, 10 almost. So, yeah. I think the Nuggets the only team that I reckon. um, Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. No, I agree entirely. Um, next tier then. Would you have the remaining teams? I think so. All all five of them together: Wolves, OKC, Suns, Clippers, Nuggets. Or would you go Wolves, OKC, Suns? Just I would go. I would go Wolves, OKC. Ooh, interesting. It's you think Suns Suns on their own or like is it part of that Clippers Clippers Nuggets trio?
1: Part of that Clippers Nuggets trio. Well okay. I feel like I feel like it should be Suns Wol- uh, OKC uh Wolves, Suns clips, and then Nuggets, their own tent because they are the defending champs. But no. with with the Wolves O K C but that duo, they're just they're young. Yeah. And I think from being watching the NBA for so long now it gets the point where these kind of stories always happen and then you get to the playoffs and it's just, it's such a different animal. So Mm. I'm like, I need to see it. Yeah. I think, Uh, yeah,
0: I have, yeah, I have, I think they're both immature. OKC and the wolves, but for different reasons, I think the wolves, they don't have like, they don't have a leader there or they do have a leader and, but they don't have like a veteran leader. I know Mike Conley is, on court, Mike Conley's like that guy, but I just don't like it.
1: they don't, don't get the vibe this, he's like that in the locker room.
0: Yeah, they they don't have they they have this arrogance about them, which yeah. is shown in multiple games this season, and that's the reason why I think when it comes to the playoffs that they, you know, they definitely have a matchup advantage against specific teams. So they could go as far as as they want to take themselves, depending on
1: matchups. But I could just as easily see them getting bounced in the first round. Um, to be that, that, to touch on that arrogance thing, I think what's kind of happened is like they talk about teams adopting their star players mentality and like they adopted like Ant mm. mentality. But I think what started to work for them is Cat got humbled and then he really took a back seat. But then I feel like he started to try adopt that mentality too much again. And I think that's yeah. where they have an issue. When Cat's yeah. being cocky and thinks he's the man, that's when the team's got an issue. Also, I feel like Naz Reed has sort of fallen off quite a bit. I
0: don't know if that correlates with Cat sort of getting his ego back. Yeah. But it's, it's, yeah, works in reverse for them. I feel like they need Cat to be worse and Naz to be better.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm still, I'm still really high on them because, I mean, they have the best defense in the league by. Two, yeah. Well, the Cavs are close. Like their their defensive rating, one hundred and eight. You know, their net rating six point one, still quite high. There's a lot of strong things about them. Um, it'll just be interesting to see when it comes to the playoffs because, like you saw with the Cavs last year, even though their bigs can shoot, it just it becomes very hard to run two bigs on the court. And if yeah. it's already hard in the regular season. What's going to be like in the playoffs? So. Yeah, yeah, just unproven. I think that's kind of where it is with them. Yeah, and then OKC okay, so didn't they made a weird move. Yeah, I, they got traded for Gordon Haywood. Doesn't really make sense. I'm I'm getting fucking sick of Sam Prestier. Like you have got a <laughs> treasure treasure trove. If that's the trove or tr- whatever they say. You have a million picks. Like, do something, man. Like everyone and their mother knows that they need another big. Why the fuck didn't they go get another big?
0: Why didn't, why didn't they, they go get, get
1: PJ Washington? Why didn't they get Daniel Gafford? Yeah, either of those guys would. I would have. I would have and been much could, happier with a Daniel Gafford to the Thunder trade. They could have
0: doubled whatever the Mavs gave, and not even like blinked at it. My thought is, so I did say to you with um this Gordon Hayward trade. Act, I think it gives them around forty mil in the off season. As well as all oh, their picks, wait, Thunder, the Thunder, yeah. Is he
1: is he expiring this year?
0: Yeah, thirty expiring, and the cap will wait. go up a little.
1: What did they give up for him? A pick.
0: Um, they gave Mechich, Treyman, and they got, didn't they get Butan?
1: Is is Butan's expiring? Um... martin, yeah. all this is because why the fuck do the Hornets give away an expiring contract if they're going to take on more money? Well, Trey, but, Mann, and
0: Mij- Trey Mann
1: and Meachich are both on contract, but I imagine Bertans is, isn't. Yeah, he has to be. But yeah, no, anyway, sorry, continue with Thunder. Their trade was. Yeah, so was I think that,
0: that, that could give them 40 mil a cap, which you could obviously get somebody with, but as we know, free agency doesn't even happen. So who are they going to get? Um, but they could trade for somebody like you could trade Giddy and get a big back that's worth a shitload more. Um, but it makes me think that Sam Presti doesn't think they are ready to contend because of how young they are. That he doesn't want to like blow the load too early. But we've seen what pause. Yeah, pause. But we'll see. We've seen before what happens if you don't. I go for it. You lose a, everything.
1: Yeah, I'm a real big. I I I. I'm starting to kind of think he's a bit not overrated. That's not because, yeah, he just, I don't know. He's too, he, I feel like he's got a real fixed mindset, but I'm the real believer of like, get your playoff scars. And yeah. like. Yeah. A first like
0: round 4-0 defeat is helpful.
1: Yeah. I just, and I generally don't think they would lose. I don't, I don't think they will get swept. Like Shea has proven he's way too good. And mm. like, they've got killers on their team. They've got a pretty deep roster. Like, I don't think they'll have a, an upset. But like you hear of so many players talk about how different the playoffs are and what you need to do, but these Thunder players are only hearing about it. Like they need to experience it. And you look at all the great teams, all the greats of the NBA, that they just always have playoff scars. Mm. Yeah, there's there's always those clips of them walking down the tunnel after getting fucking ruined in the playoffs and looking all sad, and then coming back and winning the trophy. So I don't know. I just like. Surely, like I keep saying it, but surely they could have went and got Wendell Carter. Like that doesn't ruin their future, you know. Like they don't have to give up much. Like it's not gonna like when the Timberwolves traded for Rudy Gobert. Like that's going all in because they've got no other moves to make. But yeah. if the Thunder two first round picks for Wendell Carter, they've still got ninety eight more of them, you know. So I don't know. I like, thought sure, surely, surely got on the phone and gave
0: gave an offer of four first rounders for Laurie Markington. Man, fucking Laurie yeah. Mark on that team would have been unreal. Yeah, the Jazz probably would say no to that at this time. Yeah, but like, I like surely Presty got on the phone for that. I think his yeah, he's such a good drafter. It's just like it's clouding everybody's judgment on him as a an in season GM, if you will. He's a
1: great drafter, and he's really good at not losing trades. Yeah, like I can't point to him ever losing a trade. Like you could say, maybe obviously lost the James Harden trade, but I feel like that was a trade he needed to make. Like it had to happen. Like James wanted out. So, yeah, they, uh, it, it would have been a
0: weird situation if all three of those guys were starting at that time. Yeah, but yeah, no, I thought that was strange. Um, nuggets obviously nothing to talk about when we know what no. they are, what they're going to be.
1: Um, Real quick though. Too much, I've seen it on Facebook, I've seen it on Twitter, I've heard it on podcast. Too much like, oh, we don't know about their bench. Like, bruh, it's going to be a seven-man lineup like they do every single playoffs. It's not going to matter. So,
0: Tell you what, they, I think their bench is, I mean, they don't have Jeff Green and Bruce Brown, but they still have Christian Braun, Brown, however you say it, who did fuck all last season, fuck all this season, but he was awesome in the playoffs. So probably, you know, he'll be there again. He's a guy they trust. Peyton Watson's taken massive steps. Um, I'd expect him to, you know, show something in the playoffs. And then they got Reggie Jackson. They got DeAndre Jordan guys that are just, you know, they're solid. They don't, but they're not a team that relies on their bench. Their bigs are good. Not their bigs. Their starters are going to play 38 minutes each. Um, Even more if they have to, they're just going to wear you down. You're not going to wear them, wear them down. It's not, not an issue where their big's playing their starters playing too many minutes, so yeah, like you say, don't get fussed about the bench.
1: Yeah. I guess clip's Clip sons. Clippers um, is such a hard
0: one to talk about.
1: It's just all injury yeah. reliant. And and I hate the Clippers, so it makes it tough. Yeah. But it's just they I, it's, we, we seem get... to have it over them this year though. Yeah, because they are small. That's their issue. So, yeah. like, that's a team that we can obviously overpower. Paul George just quietly gone about his business. Kawhi doing his thing, where every second year he's like comes back healthy, and everyone always says, "Oh, he hasn't looked as good since the Spurs." Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, they're again. Wait and see. Um, the one I'm really interested in is the Suns because when they first made the Brad Bell trade, I was like, "Oh yeah, they, you know these guys look sick," and then they looked horrible. But obviously, Bill's out, and then as soon as Brabil came back, like everything just kind of fit into place. Mm. Um, I like them going after Royce O'Neill. Like, I don't even know how they made that possible. Didn't, I think couldn't... because Royce O'Neill value just fucking diminished. I don't know yeah. how the team that ends up with him, though. I mean, he. I feel like he probably is a little bit like overrated for as like a wing player, but he's a different upgrade. Like now they have. I think they have, like, an eight-man eight, eight man rotation now, you know? Like, they've got, what, Beal, Booker, Durant, Royce O'Neal. Royce O'Neal will Royce start? Who starts at the four? Grace Allen will probably stay there. Oh, yeah, Kim Durant starts at the four. So, yeah, Grace yeah. Allen and Kim Durant. And then Nurk. Nurk. And you've got Royce O'Neill. Eubanks, oh, yeah, Eubanks. Eric Gordon. Eric Gordon. Bowl, they're trying to work in. <laughs> That's playoffs. not going to
0: happen. I am not going to play him.
1: Um. Yes, I mean Eubanks is probably like the one. Really, like this. so they've got like a, they've got a seven man like decent rotation. Like Eubanks, you can probably chuck him out there for like ten minutes on a big. So I reckon Eric Gordon actually kills them, eh?
0: Everybody said it was a great fit. I reckon it's an awful fit. Interesting. Why do you say that? I just reckon he's a ball stopper, eh? He just and he's just a few of the things he said in the media, like. He feels. I think he wants the second unit to be his, but because they have three stars, is mostly most likely always going to be two on the floor with him. That's so true. I just don't want him touching the ball as much as he is.
1: Yeah. Go on though. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. No, nah, that that, that does make sense. I I wonder. I I wouldn't mind them running like a. I wonder if they try to do a bit more with like. Kevin Durant like have have Durant out there but like not really run the offense through him, and then kind of let Eric go and do his thing but then if there's like eight seconds left and it's not really working just give it to Durant yeah I don't know but for, I mean something for Vogel to work on all in all very interesting times ahead and I just can't wait for the playoffs that's
0: going to be crazy
1: can't believe we're like 50 games into the season already yeah, I know.
0: Fantasy basketball's got like two matchups left after this. Three, including the current one that's starting tomorrow. It's it's wild.
1: Wait, it's isn't it All Star Weekend this week?
0: Yeah, so it's a double week matchup. Ah, oh, gotcha. Because it's like seven non-playing days or six non-playing days. Yeah, fair. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that wraps up the power poll. So from one to fifteen, we had Nuggets, Clippers, Suns, OKC, Timberwolves, Mavericks, Lakers, Kings, Pelicans, Warriors, Jazz, Rockets, Grizzlies, Blazers, Spurs. Yeah, happy with that. We'll do the East next time. We'll do the East. That'll be an interesting one. A few teams I'm high on. A few teams I'm low on. I feel like there's a lot more like injuries out. Out east that are gonna play a part. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, wrap us up on some nba today. We're gonna to do another redraft. Yes sir. Gonna to go to, gonna to go to one of the better classes in the last you know, couple decades. We're gonna do 2018. A couple generational talents out of this class, um, who will probably take up the couple first couple spots here, which they didn't originally. So do you wanna get into it or? Me to go first? We all know who's going to be number one pick.
1: But... Um, yeah, I think I believe you had first last time. Maybe. No, I did because I made a joke about you having first to take Ant, then I said I'll have the first pick because Ant's my dog, so oh. you can have the first pick. Who are you going to take? I reckon though, that's the question. Um, originally, who went number one here? DeAndre Ayton,
0: dominating. Big You're not fellow gonna in go he went to the Suns. No, I'm not going to take Dominate. and no, I'm actually going to, you know, go out on a limb here, take um some untapped potential. Somebody out of Europe, not too sure about him. What's he going to do in the NBA? We're just going to risk it on Luka Doncic, though. Yeah, fair. This, yeah, um, the Suns are going to
1: take Luka there. Very fair. I believe the top three are very easy. Um, I'm sure you had number two, the same as me. Yes. Did you, though? Uh, Number two, I had uh, Shea Gillis-Alexander. Yeah. That's who I had, too. Obviously. I just think, you know, people might try and make an argument for Trey Young. But, um, I mean, yeah. Shea's just... I think that Shea's just showing he's generational, so... How good would Shea and Fox have been together? I reckon that would have worked real well. Yeah. It's always real tough for two guards, though. I never know how it's going to work.
0: Yeah, but Ishia is like a more... like I think he is a true two. But with a lot of point
1: guard skills. He's a tough one. I, like, I, like like I feel like he's more like a wing forward. He's actually you like a seat, as we said. He's more like a cane. Yeah, the footwork. work, if you will. But Feet, yeah. Feetwork. Yeah, Shay. Shay number two. Yeah. Who'd the Kings take there? Oh our guy. Marvin Bagley. Marvin Bagley. What a legend! Can can say that he is not in my top fourteen for the redraft.
0: Man, I actually have him in the top fourteen. No, you don't. What? Yeah, I just you know. Well you know I love Marvin Bagley. I used to have that stand account for him on Twitter.
1: You definitely don't have him in your top fourteen, there's no way. I do, and he's not fourteen either. Fuck, okay. Um,
0: number three. Originally, this was the Mavs took Trey Young and traded it to the Hawks.
1: Nah, it was the Hawks yeah. traded Luca.
0: Wait, so the Hawks drafted three. Ah, oh, Haw- Yeah, Hawks took
1: Luca and, Luka and Luka traded, him, him, three, for- traded him to Trey. How about the Hawks just take Trey? There you go. Yeah, good call. Um, I also have that there. Not much to talk um, about there exactly what happened. Yeah. Eventually. Next pick. Just uh, uh, did you go a, a big or a guard? At first I had a big, but I changed it to a guard. Mm, interesting. I originally had a guard and changed it to a big. So I've gone with the uh, original pick of uh, Jaron Jackson Jr. Um, now it could be clouded because of. I'm assuming the next guy you have, well, I don't know. It could be cloudy because my my distaste for them. Not distaste, but but I just think like a big like Jaron Jackson, you're just always gonna try to draft them quite high. A big who can mm-hmm. shoot, who's long, who projects to be great defensively. I just think yeah, there's more more potential, more ceiling in a play like that. So I think that's probably why I'll still keep Jaron Jackson Jr. at four. Who who was on the Grizzlies
0: at the time? Do you remember?
1: No, nah, I try. I actually did try to think about this.
0: Mike and Conley I, would have been gone. He would have been he by no, not he?
1: No, I don't think in twenty eighteen.
0: I don't remember Jaron Jackson playing with anybody as a rookie, like anybody that's
1: of note. Um, I'll I'll bring this up for you here. We've got um, then fi- they finished very poorly, obviously because they got a draft pick. Um, Cole Anderson, Avery Braley Dylan Brooks, Marshawn Brooks. Oh, oh man, Marcus and Mike Conley were both still floating around. Shit, this Michael is, this, Green. That's what I say. it's leading up to that COVID year, everything gets a bit fuzzy. Joke him, Noah Chandler Parsons. Wow. Chandler Parsons was in the league. What the, the absolute the absolute laser of CJ Miles. Oh, you sure a navi was on the team. Unreal. Holy. Well at
0: five, ironically now. The Mavs drafted him at thirty-three, but now they're taking him at five. Jalen Brunson. Yeah. Yeah. I know you don't like Jalen Brunson, small guard, blah blah blah. But
1: having yep. an unreal year. yeah. Just yep. can't pass on him here at this point. Bruce the pudding, in it? Yeah, yeah, no, I, I also have seven at five, so yeah. Um number six. I have uh, Mikael Bridges. So do I. Uh, yeah, not a lot. It's interesting that this draft is real deep with a lot of talent, but it's it's funny how there's not really been an argument for the where the picks are going. I mean, obviously J.J. and Brunson, but um, yeah, not a whole lot. Say Mikael, he's he's a big wing. Um, I'm a big fan. I feel like I've made it seem like I'm not a fan because of my that I think it was during that best. The yeah. worst segment, yeah. I just don't think he's a number one, but I'm, nah, I'm really high on him, really high on him. Imagine
0: if so, this was the magic had that pick. So, imagine if yeah. they had Macau, then went on to get Franz and Palo. Yeah, that would be insane. That'd be a defensive juggernaut. I, yeah, I could actually think of a better player to go join them right now, other than if they could get like a real high end point guard. Yeah. The Cal Bridges would be up there with one of the better options. Originally to the Sixers at 10, and then they traded him. Sort of slept on as one of the worst uh, decisions ever. Yeah, that, that he would have really uh, helped that team. Real right, Zaya Smith, who had like a peanut allergy. In, yeah, ended up in a hospital for ages, eh? Yeah.
1: What, he, was his mom would have worked on the staff. You know, like just, his mom, yeah. Yeah, so it's like why well, trade him? I don't know. Yeah. It's weird. I
0: feel like Zaire Smith never got healthy or something. And no, that allergy trade. just like fucking ruined him. Yeah, that's tough. Um seven, I have Anthony Simons. Originally drafted at 24. Youngest player in the draft. Um mm-hmm. I got the bulls taking him here. Bulls love a guard. So,
1: I could really see them taking him here. Very interesting. Um, I don't know if I have much to say about it. Yeah, no. Nah. Um, Jimmy Butler?
0: he banging around at the Bulls then? At yeah, he would have been. They took Wendell Carter here originally, by the way.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, up. I don't mind that. Um, it's a it's my, high ceiling, high ceiling, low floor pick. Yeah, and you're always going to take scoring guards like that. So yeah, the next one it's kind of got to throw throw me out a little bit here with how I'm going to do this pick. Um, but I'm actually still going to do it. Um, I'm going to have the Cleveland Cavaliers taking DeAndre Ayton. Um, I know he's not everyone's favorite, but he was he was he was taken one for a reason. Mm. Like he was inside in college yeah, and you still see flashes of it, I just think the max, or almost max contract, the time at the Suns and Monty Williams, who as we can see now is an absolute terrible coach at developing play- people, so mm. he's going to ruin Cade Cunningham like he ruined DeAndre Aiden. so, but still DeAndre Aiden is an absolute talent so yeah I agree. I I
0: had him going eight to the Cavs as well. He's had some highs, but he's had his lows. Yeah. Um, And I think we know at this point what he is or what he has been coached to become. That's why I have him all the way down at eight. Like if it was just off raw potential, I would still have him ahead of like, I'd probably have him up at six ahead of McCowan Simons. Yeah. But because we know what, yeah,
1: what he's become, it's like, yeah. Eight. I still see that he could get the right situation and the right coach that would make him better. He could give you 20 and 10 on a
0: season. Under yeah, the right exactly. management. yeah. Yeah. Number nine, rising up from 14, originally taken by the Nuggets. I've got MPJ going to New York. Tell me that isn't a great fit. MPJ in the garden.
1: Yeah. I mean, active shooter at MSG, you know? That's, yeah, bro. That's peak NBA. Yeah, uh, yep. obviously he was. He was. Remember, he was
0: like uh, considered like for number one, but then had those back injuries.
1: Yeah, didn't they, they, they said he had like one of the worst medical reports of all time. Yeah, it was horrific. People thought he was actually never going to play. But Yeah, I had. Yes. I mean, I agree. I had Michael Paul Jr. going now, so I do agree with him going highly. Yep. Um. Kind of doesn't really work for my next pick now, so I might swap, huh? With Philly, yeah, because obviously they've got him beat. So
0: I circle back. Uh, Who did you have at seven for the Bulls? Or have they not been taken yet? Uh, I had John Jordan. All oh, right. When did, did you have Simon's at eight? Then we haven't even yep. got to him yet.
1: Yeah. yeah no. I, yeah. Uh, yeah. I had Simon's going to Cavaliers. Oh, okay, so they just switched for us. Yeah, they just switched. Yeah. Um, but I'm gonna switch another pick now. So I'm gonna go. You know what? As cheeky as his pass has been, <laughs> um, and not ever Cain forty is done. No, I thought you gonna say
0: Martin Bakley.
1: No, I'll, I'm I'm gonna take our uh, Miles Bridges here. I also have Miles Bridges here. Yeah. I just think big wing can score.
0: Yeah. Listen, probably back in 2018, right. back in 2018, he hadn't beat up his missus yet. Yeah.
1: So. And, and he's just, he's got a bit of time, you know, so in more, in more ways than one. So we'll, I'll take miles bridges there. At 10.
0: But um, oh, there was a bit happening here with these picks in real life. Cause it was trades all over the show. Yeah, yeah, and with the Hornets pick at 12, I've actually got Mitchell Robinson. The Hornets pick at 11. Yep. Hornets pick (laughs) at 11.
1: And you're taking Mitchell Robinson? Nice. Yeah,
0: I'm taking Mitchell Robinson. Yep. I just think Um, big body. Prove it in the playoffs. You can never go wrong with a center. So, I believe I had Mitch Robinson at like 12. So, yeah, I, I think I g- agree. Had, I think he had a gap year, didn't go to college, but you can't be drafted straight out of high school. And he just spent the year working on his game. Huh. Not sure. Not sure if it helped. <laughs> yeah, I'm not if he, overly... be, if he went to college, he probably would have like four and a half blocks a game and
1: gone pretty high. Could have seen him as a Kentucky player. Eh? Yeah, maybe UCF. Um, they love the big guys. You, I feel like you've taken him over another big. So at number twelve, I'm just going to have the Clippers take this guy, and that's uh, my dog Wendell Carter.
0: I got just, Wendell on here, but yeah, I'm a
1: massive, massive Wendell Carter fan now. I just, hey yeah. No, I don't have much to say. I've said all my stuff about him in previous <laughs> pods. Just, talked I'm about him on a lot of pods for what he. Is. I have talked about him a lot of pods, so I'm a big fan. So I put Wendell Carter there. So that means
0: this is the Clippers at thirteen. Yeah, I got them taking Marvin Bagley. and I think that's real fitting. Shit franchise, yeah. shit pack. Yeah, it's a shit pack. I've got. You, One on potential though, no. on potential
1: <sighs> at thirteen, worth a chance. I've got like four guys. Four. I've got, I've got five guys that I've written down ahead of them, and I'm comfortable making arguments for three of them.
0: Yeah, no, I know th- I know the guys have got written down as well. I have them
1: here, but no, that's, I'm going mentally. Yeah. That's very that's crazy. Um. So f- with the last pick, um. I've got a few guys here, but I think they'll probably be the Nuggets be looking for a guard, and I will just have them take our uh, Colin Sexton. Nothing flashy, just a bit of a dog. So, dog. Yeah, I think it'd be a good pick for the Nuggets, Colin Sexton.
0: I love Colin Sexton. If he was on
1: them now, that'd be unreal. He'd be a great six man for them. Um, I have four more names written down. How many more names do you have? Uh, three, Divincenzo, Vando, yeah. and yeah. Herder. Man, I don't have Herder. I was going to write him down. I, I have the
0: other who you have.
1: I have Vando, Grace and Ellen, Dante, and then I have Robert Williams. Oh fuck! Did not know Robert Williams was in this draft. Yeah. Um. Yeah, didn't even have Herder down. I think just a bit, bit of recency bias with the season. So. Oh man, look at him! Robert Williams down there at twenty-seven.
0: Um yeah, so that
1: great draft. No thoughts on Landry Shaman entering the top four? Nah, no, not at all. Um, he can gladly go undrafted in my redraft. Man, have
0: you looked at the undrafteds on this this class? This class is stacked, and then the undrafted's it like pretty good as well. No, I haven't. Like some guys that actually like made the league. Um, like Drew Eubanks, Winning Gabriel. Like, these guys aren't, like, setting the world on fire, but Hayward Heisman, current starter. Jock Landau. Um, Kendrick Nunn, probably one of the better ones. Duop Reith, actually, starting center for Portland when John Drayton's out. Duncan Robinson, he probably could have made the 14. Um, but, yeah, I don't think... Yeah, Duncan Robinson doesn't make the 14, I think, over any of those guys, but... Worth a shout. Gabe yeah. Vincent, Yuta Watanabe, Kenrich Williams. A lot of guys still playing. That's just undrafted. I think, like, usually there's only like one or two, you know, but plenty there.
1: Yeah. No, it, it, yeah. When I was looking through it, I was like, this is a very good draft. There's 14 guys I'm perfectly happy with having. Yeah. So. Um, Yeah. So that leads us into our last segment. Um, I've shared the screen with Aiden so we can see what's going on now. And this is um, the quiz that I said to you that would be interesting. I don't know how hard, how easy it will be. Um, but we have uh, from that website that I found that does real like weird top tens, and it's oh, uh, no. <laughs> it's the it's the top ten most famous uh, siblings. Yeah. Now I'm going to give you a hint. It it's it's sports related. And it's very Americanized. It must be Americans that are voting. So, all right, do with that what you will. I'll give you, I'll give you three lives.
0: I reckon if you're saying that, then the most famous brothers actually hang on. No, I'll give you, I'll give you
1: five lives because I freaking it could be hard.
0: The most famous brothers in American sport, off, from me, is the Manning brothers, Peyton and Eli. Yeah, if they're not on
1: here, I'm fucked. They are there at number two. Cool. The Mannings.
0: Oh man, I kind of want to say the end of the Compos, but I don't know if they are that famous. Oh, I mean, Giannis is famous, but the narcissus. I'll isn't give really. you, I'll give
1: you a hint. Only two of the siblings are outside of America.
0: Oh, the Williams sisters.
1: Uh, yeah, they're number one. Yeah, I thought they would be. That's good. Um,
0: man, famous siblings. Wow. Yeah, this is tough. Um, is, pro-
1: is there any musicians on here? I just don't even think I would get them if there was. No, no, all sport. All sport. All tenor sport. Yeah. I reckon the only one you probably won't know is number ten. Oh, can I try the Gasol Brothers? Yeah, you can lock them in at number three. The Gasol wow. Brothers. Wow. Okay. It makes
0: me feel better about something. If they're three. I'm just going to go with the Enter to Compose. Yeah, no, that's that's your one life gone.
1: No, oh,
0: shit. is a bit of a meme. Not really that famous. Um... Listen, are the Splash Brothers on there? Do they count? Yeah, no, they do. Oh, Carrie, number five. And I was thinking oh. more. Uh, Steph <laughs> and Clay. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> no, but that's a, that's. I mean, that's fair enough. Steph and I look, Seth. I don't, yeah, that's interesting. Seth's not really famous, but
1: okay. Well, I I think like there's another one on here where it's like the brother is so famous and their other brothers and athletes are you know hmm I'm really surprised you haven't got number four yeah hackers getting mad at me here I'm not sure what he's getting mad at you about though number four sports. maybe it's, he might be getting mad at you maybe number six can I try the Lopez's no they're not on there. Shit.
0: These Milwaukee guys, not famous.
1: There's only one more international, and that's at number 10. And they're not, they don't do a ball sport.
0: They <laughs> a ball sport. There's one that comes to mind instantly, I reckon. Brothers. Famous brothers. Siblings. Doesn't even have to be brothers. Could be sisters.
1: Number four and six you should get. Like, number four, I, I don't know. I would have thought this would have been the first siblings you said. I thought that's what you were going to say.
0: Oh, man, that's... Now I'm, like, overthinking it because of it. Probably. Oh, the Calseys. <laughs> yeah, the Calseys. There you go. Number four, the Calseys. <laughs> uh, funny. Funny, funny. Oh. I wonder if they would have been on there before this year.
1: Hmm. Well, I think so. Because, yeah, again, it's number 10. I don't know why they're on there.
0: Um...
1: Three more lives.
0: NBA brothers. Who do we have? Surely the Morris's. Like I thought of them before, but like no way. I'll give it a crack though.
1: Morris twins. No. (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) Three lives gone. You got two more lives. What about McCall and Miles? Not related. Poor joke. Oh, the bridges. <laughs> the bridges. <laughs> oh man. Number yeah, y- y- number six. You should have number six. Like
0: famous siblings. Oh, this part of the podcast is going to be a whole lot of me going oh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, it is. It is a hard quiz.
0: This top 10
1: Because again, it's just subjective. But number six, you should have. I would have thought they would have been like number two or three, you would have said. That's got to mean they're basketball players.
0: Brothers. They play basketball. Fuck, well, I can think of it as like the Martin twins, though. Eh? So, Man, no. you
1: think, yeah. Everybody that's on this list are like great. Yeah. I Other bet. than Seth Curry, but Steph Curry's great. <sighs> well, number six, that, I wouldn't say they're great. They're really good, but they're, they're very famous brothers.
0: I don't want to. Oh, fuck it. Is this worth a. What about the Jones family?
1: Can you be more specific? John Jones and his brothers? Yeah. Cup eye. Number seven. Look at that. John Jones and his brother. brother. Two NFL brothers. I know some other NFL ones,
0: but I don't think they're going to be on here. Like, I'm not sure how famous they are there.
1: I mean, like I said, number six are very famous for being brothers, they're really good basketball players. Uh,
0: I think are brothers
1: number eight and number nine uh, are very are pretty famous in their respective sports and very good in their respective sports. Number 10 is the one that I'm not sure you'll get, but they are like very, very, very good. Well, one of them is very good at their sport, man.
0: Oh fuck me.
1: Eh, do you have any give him, give him, do you have any idea, Hucker, Put in the put in the chat. Is there any soccer players? No. I was gonna say Zidane's kids, but Basketball, two football, and the last one is fighting related.
0: Fighting. Oh bro, it's... oh the fucking the Ukrainian Boxers. I don't even know their last names. Klitschko. Klitschko. That's the one. One of them yeah. uh, was married to the girl of Heroes. And he's also very. one of like, the greatest.
1: Wow. Well, short-lived, but... Heavyweight fighter. Yeah, very good heavyweight fighter. Should be fighting. Yeah. Tyson here. So you've got two football and one basketball left. How many lives do I have left? Two. I wanna shoot on a football. Don't don't shoot like a an Unta Tacumbo or a Morris brothers, okay? Oh. Like these are famous people in their sport. Like I don't think Nina would know who they are. But like if you know anything about football, you'll know both of these brothers. And the Basel one, like you, you man, you should know the Basel one. <laughs> oh man, you're killing me. I know I should know it. It's hard, hard. It is, yeah. It is hard. They're more famous for being like brothers than they are for being battle brothers. If that kind of makes sense. This is like a famous man. family. Uh... Very famous. Oh, family. The Ball Brothers. Ball Brothers, fuck. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like
1: it is subjectively hard. Like obviously when you're in the quiz, like it's hard. Yeah. I just like, man, the Ball Brothers, like,
0: no. Nah, I...
1: Yeah, didn't even think about
0: it, uh. so Both of these these are NFL. Two more, yeah. Two more and two more lives. uh, Does it count the Gronks? No. It doesn't count the Gronks.
1: didn't even know Gronk had a brother. He's got, like, fucking eight brothers.
0: I don't know if any of them ever played.
1: Oh. This This is such a...
0: Such a These long two. Shot. Carson and Jake Palmer. Oh, Jesus
1: Christ! No, <laughs> oh, bro, they're big though. Carson Palmer won a Super yeah. Bowl. This Go, isn't yeah. like the Currys or John Jones. They're two sets. They're like both brothers are like they're pretty on par with each other. One more, Shit. one more life.
0: Uh... Are they current?
1: Um, I don't even know gonna one help. of the sets of brothers are, and the other set one player is, and one is retired. Oh, bro, retired. The, the Saint Browns,
0: how is that not one of the bro? <laughs> no, I'm not Armin that's, Ra,
1: and that's, that's, nah, yes, so you're, you're still played. thinking too small.
0: Armin Ra Saint Brown is massive, is yeah, these, ones on?
1: are, these ones are more massive. Um, Ehuck has taken a lot in here. E- Ehaka, post in the chat then.
0: Yeah, E-Huck, who do you, you think they
1: are? they are? E-Huck doesn't know. Oh yeah, there you go. TJ and J- uh, JJ. TJ and JJ Watt. For fuck's sake. They are number eight. What about the last one? They are related to coaching.
0: Oh the the brothers, the Harbors, yeah. the Harbors. I want to about that at all. That were literally talking about that on Bill Simmons' podcast the other day. If Jim Harbaugh went to the Chargers like he did, and you saw him in a clip game, would anybody recognize him? What, sure, surely you would. You know what he looks like, don't you? Yeah, I know what he looks like, but yeah. it's pretty standard. Like, I don't. I wouldn't consider them like famous. Like I would think well, Remember, I did say it was famous. very. It was very I Americanized. The, I would think the St. Brown brothers are more famous than the
1: Harbors. No way. Amon Ra. Yeah, it's, it, I reckon. I reckon more people would probably know who John Harbor is than Amon Ra St. Brown. Eh. They're like they're very famous brothers for you know they're you know, good good coaches. Like I don't know. I guess. I guess. Yeah. yeah. I was thinking so of anyway. the Bennett
0: brothers, Martellus and whoever played tight end for
1: the. Patriots. Yeah. There's real niche though. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, you were just thinking a bit too small, but I was like, how can
0: of... I think of these fucking like lesser
1: known brothers but
0: can't think of the watts.
1: Yeah, like the Gasols, that was that was a good poll. The yeah, the Bull brothers was crazy, but
0: yeah, it just didn't come to your head. I suppose Lonzo's not playing. Neither is Lamelo. It's like they're not like on the mind like they used to be. Fair. It's anyway. like um, Family Feud. Family Feud.
1: Steve that Harvey was, on the host. That was our uh, quiz there. Like I like I did preface. It could have been subjectively hard. Famous siblings. So subjectively, I'd say it was hard. Yeah. <laughs> oh.
0: <laughs> uh, we've completely lost Tom there because he's tried to. <laughs> Remove the quiz from the screen and he's removed himself so i'll just solo dolo wrap this up uh thanks for listening pod 23 and as always make sure to say hi to your mother for
1: us